Hello and welcome back to Covenant Conversations. You were joined with Ashton Esther. It has been ages since I said that. I am so sorry for the long, big hiatus. Guys, I hope that you've had an amazing new year. I hope that COVID-19 and just the way the world is right now um, has not spun you guys too much. Um, I know it's a lot to handle and I know it's a lot to deal with and me, myself, like, I think at the start of the year, I just became really ill and worn out and burnt out because of how much time I'd spent, like, just working towards the end of last year. And my body was just like, Ash, we need to rest. I am trying not to apologise all the time for listening to myself and listening and choosing um, my body so yeah i'm not apologizing i'm just saying i'm back and i'm better so much has changed in my life since the start of this podcast and i remember at the start of this i was talking about relationships and being single and there's so many topics that we've spoken about now um that i actually can't keep count sometimes we're now in the second season and I'm just looking up. I feel like God has many things planned for the podcast and where we're going. Um, As always, I am setting the scene for you guys. So I'm in my living room, chilling. I've got a candle burning in every single room, which is always fun. Um, I did some spring cleaning today, so I'm hoping that it will last for the rest of the week. But when my mind is all over the place, sometimes that affects my surroundings so I'm really making a conscious effort for that not to happen um I will be cooking a Sunday dinner after this which will consist of salmon and potatoes and sweet corn and all of that good stuff so I'm excited for that and yeah today we are talking about what I wish someone had told me before I got into a relationship oh my gosh there are so many things guys I I was literally just writing it down like I wish someone told me this I wish someone said this I wish they told me this I wish I knew this and then I realized like okay I can't really tell them everything in one episode so I might do a part two but we'll see how you guys go with this so I have written down a few notes and a few things and then scripture that God just reminded me of as I learned these lessons so yeah this is not a story but it is advice and probably like really vital advice right now considering everyone's trying to get cuffed up in this season and yeah God had really been preparing me well I say God was preparing me right I feel like God warns you about stuff and it's up to you to either take the initiative to go okay God is saying this so like let me start doing this or kind of hear it but then not want to get your hopes up so then you don't kind of trust God and his word I was on the fence of both I was very prepared to be in a relationship but also like kind of not trying to get my hopes up at the same time and God exceeded um what I thought would happen and how I thought it would happen but that is a story for another day today I want to talk to you guys about things that I've been learning huh one of like the main things that I learned in singleness and now in a relationship is this. Start building without the partner. I wish someone had told me to start building my business, start building my brand, start building all of the different things on my bucket list. I said, oh, I want to do that. I really want to start that. I really want to do that. Last year, I made the conscious decision that whether I was single or in a relationship or married or whatever status I found myself at, 
I would always do the thing that I felt like God was asking me to do and I would never see it as I'm gonna do it when and that was a really like conscious decision that I made and I'm so glad that I did it because I started a relationship with a vision I knew where God wanted to have me and I still know where God wants me and so I am walking purposefully like there's like I'm not like oh my gosh don't know I'm not sure there are some things that are unanswered there are some um question marks that I have um about our relationship and where God is taking us but the vision I feel like God cemented the vision way before I met him and so it has been so much easier to cultivate that and so something that I would say is like figure out your purpose figure out why you're here I know people talk about it all the time people say like oh you should find your calling and many people feel like God's not speaking but what's the thing that you're passionate about what do you feel like I could do that every day or what do you find easy like what is it encouraging someone is it speaking whatever it is like just go after it because now is the time where you have the time to do it um what I've realized in a relationship is that you have to schedule time in for the other person and that is so hard sometimes because you're trying to do a million things at once you're trying to for me I'm trying to clean my flat sometimes I'm trying to um organize laundry I'm trying to do so many different things and then on top of it run businesses I'm trying to run ministries I'm trying to do a podcast there's so many other things that I'm trying to do at the same time and so there are moments where I'm like actually when I was single this was a lot easier in the sense of scheduling and organizing my calendar and not having as many people who have an expectation or a need from me at the same time though it has also helped that I'm with someone who I feel like I can build with and I say that because many people get into a relationship with people who maybe like spiritually they're there or maybe like mentally and emotionally they help you but they're not helping you build for the kingdom of God. And I think one of the main things that you guys have to always remember is though like, yes, love, God loves love and it's amazing, he is love. And it's great that you're in a relationship and it's great that you can glorify him through that relationship and post it online and do all of those different things. The main thing is that you seek his righteousness and his kingdom. And all the other things he says will be added onto you. And so you sit there and you plan for this future and what your wedding dress will be like and your engagement ring will be like. And I promise you, when you meet the man, the most important thing that God will ask you is, what is your vision? Where are you both going? And do you think this man can be ahead of your household? Do you think that you could trust him? Do you think that you could build with him? What is he trying to build? That's just something that I think... I wish someone had told me to look out for because people tell you to look out for like, you know, whether he's got a job, whether he's doing this, whether he's doing that. But actually the most important foundation is always like, is he seeking righteousness and is he building for the kingdom? And that goes for a man or a woman. I think one of the um, scriptures that stands out to me is Genesis 2 verse 18, where it says, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And in some versions, it talks about it being a suitable helpmate. I said this to one of my friends recently. I said to her, he might be a great person, sis. 
he might be amazing. He might have different things. And you're just like, oh my gosh, you're great. Someone's husband for sure. But he might not be right for you. It is so important that you find someone who, and you allow God to send you someone who is right for you, your specific calling, your specific family, your specific household, your, it is so important that you find a helpmate who understands that, who is also doing that, but who is supposed to help you with yours and you're supposed to help them with theirs. I can't lie to you and say that that is easy because if you're both building and you're both like trying to do it for the kingdom, (laughs) sometimes your calendars are clashing. Sometimes you're literally sitting there like, how are we going to do this? Like, how are we going to make time for us? And you have to be so intentional with that. So another thing that I've realised is I have used my calendar more in my relationship than I ever have in my singleness. And though I use my calendar a lot whilst being single, now I'm like, I have to time everything. I have to do this. I have to do that. So what I've realised is I should have put in more boundaries with friends and phone calls and relationships that I had before I got into a relationship. The reason I say that is because you just don't have the same amount of time. And when you do have downtime, the the person that you're with is looking at you like, okay, so we're not going to spend it together. That person is always me in my relationship. Because <laughs> I like quality time. But I think it's important, like, both ways. Um, yeah, I think Netflix, all of those things are so important for you guys to, like, bond and just get to know each other more and never stop dating. And so I think what I wish I did was set more boundaries with friends and actually said, no, I don't have the time right now or no, we can't speak right now. And I wish I said that more whilst I was still single so that now when I say it in a relationship, it doesn't sound like I'm just saying it because of my partner. But actually I've realised that even when I say it and it is because of my partner, like I've learned to own it now. Before I used to feel really guilty about, oh my gosh, I have to go or I I've told them that I'm gonna like meet them at this time and I'm on the phone to you or oh my gosh they're calling me and the person on the other line is like oh okay like they're calling is he calling and I feel like for my friends that's like a running joke but it's really important that they also understand and respect your relationship that they understand that your relationship is really important to you and you're trying to build something in the first few months especially And it's not even about like you're infatuated by each other or you're obsessed with each other. It's genuinely just about you're you're still getting to know this person and you will have friends who you will have known for years. Like you guys don't need to be talking two hours each and every day. About what? (laughs) Like, honestly, that is the question that you have to ask yourself. Like, what are we talking about? Though there are times where I just want to chip I just want to chit chat with my girls or I want to catch up. Like, how's everyone been? Scheduling in that time, being realistic about the time that you're going to spend on the phone and being realistic, not only because you have a partner, but you also have things to build. You have stuff to do. We just don't have the same amount of time anymore. And so being really intentional is really important. My boundaries with my friends is telling them 
when I'm going to call them, being really practical about telling them when I have to get off the phone and being honest about who is calling me. Um, If my boyfriend is calling me, then I'm going to tell you that my boyfriend's calling me and I'm going to tell him this or I'm going to speak to him about this and I'll call you back. Like being brutally honest has really helped with my friendships and has really allowed them to respect my relationship. But on top of it, it's also about you building in boundaries because boundaries help you also have self-control. And self-control can manifest itself in many different aspects. But one of the main aspects that I don't think I realised that I struggled with a lot is self-control. And self-control not only in my relationship, but also in my friendships. And just in general, like just having self-control, being disciplined is something that I really struggled with. And I have held on to this scripture, which is Proverbs 25 verse 18. And it says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. I believe that if we are ever gonna be able to balance relationships and friendships and business um, and ministry and all of these different things at once, one of the main things we have to work on is self-control and discipline because we will be like a city broken into and left without walls. And what that looks like is people being able to, to ask for your time, to be able to take your time, for you to literally look back over the year and go, what did I do? Like, I didn't have any self-control. I just did whatever my flesh felt like to do. Did I get up and go to work or did I sit in my bed and just say I had a sick day? Um, did I talk to this friend for a certain amount of time and know that I actually had a deadline for something or did I spend the whole day talking to them and now I'm having to explain myself and actually someone's questioning my integrity. Like self-control can manifest itself in so many different aspects but it also produces really awful results that bleed into all other aspects aspects of your life. So I think one of the main things that I would have focused on more is building up my self-control, um, saying no to my body when I want something. Even just simply like one of the things that I do to manage self-control for myself is fasting. Like I will say, Ashtonessa, you're fasting today. Not even telling people because I, I believe that many people feel like, feel extra spiritual when they tell people. I'm, I'm literally telling you as a practical tip. One of the main things that I've realised is to discipline my flesh fasting helps me do that and not only fasting from food but also fasting from people and it helps me actually set boundaries for myself because I've realized if I can't set boundaries for myself then how am I ever going to set boundaries with people like I need to set boundaries with my own body like Ashtonesta after a certain amount of sweets you need to stop after a certain amount of time watching Netflix you need to turn it off Like I need to set boundaries myself because that will allow me to do it more confidently with other people. The grass is not greener on any of the sides. It is only greener where you are and according to what you do when you get there. I say that because for many of my friends and even myself when I was single, I used to say this phrase like must be nice, God, when? Like those kind of passing comments, right? And those passing comments, like sometimes they have a bit of truth in it. And really what we're really saying is like, 
kind of would like to be you in that situation, like lucky you. And sometimes it, it actually breeds like envy, bitterness, um, just a lot of different things in relationship. I can't sit there and say that I am someone who really is content if I'm always wishing that I was in a different stage or a different part of life. When you're in a relationship, I almost feel like it's that thing of, yay, we're together now. Okay, great. So now, like, let's plan for the wedding. Let's plan for the engagement. Let's plan for this. Let's plan for that. And you kind of miss that you've only been speaking for like a few weeks (laughs) because you're so caught up in the next stage, like the next thing. And I say that because even when you're single, sometimes you're caught up in the thing of like, I can't wait till I can date. I can wear these outfits. I can do this thing. And, And it's always about the next thing being better than the thing that you have right now. And one of the verses that has really stood out to me and just has spoken to me, not only in my singleness, but also in like the courtship kind of phase is Paul, when he speaks about singleness and he talks um, in 1 Corinthians 7. And I'm gonna read from the message version of this one because when I change and compare versions, this one really stood out to me. In 1 Corinthians 7 verse 17, he said, And don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. God, not your marital status, defines your life. Don't think I'm being harder on you than than on the others. I can't speak. I give this same counsel in all the churches. He said, God not your marital status defines you. I wish I had that on a t-shirt because honestly, I feel like in all churches, the idea of being married, the idea of having a partner, that thing is the thing that like really stands out and you get so excited about. But actually I sit there and I think the main thing, the one thing, the priority is that whatever place God has for me right now, what am I doing there? I'm about to do a Bible study with um, one of the ministries that I founded called Kingdom Creatives. And in it, I'm going to be teaching about Elijah and the story of Elijah and teaching about when he actually says to God, look, God, like I'm tired and weary. Basically, he's he's been um, threatened by Jezebel saying that she's going to kill him. And he's like, God, you might as well just kill me now. God asks him a question and God says, what are you doing here? I can't lie to you. God, every step of the way for the last year has asked me that same question. What are you doing here? Like not what would you do when you get there or not how would you feel when you get there? No, what are you doing here? And that is the question that I would ask everyone in every single stage of life, like in every single stage of being in a relationship, what are you doing here? Are you living and obeying and loving and believing right here, right in this moment? Because where you are right now is God's place for you. It's significant for the story. It's significant for how it's going to turn out. It's significant for your future, but it's significant right now. One of the things that God has reminded me that is in everything, God will strengthen you. He will be your strength. In this relationship, I can be weak. In 
singleness I could be weak in marriage I may be weak like (laughs) you know the likelihood of me being the fallen person that I am is that in every single aspect there are going to be times where I'm just going to go God oh we need you we need your help like God I can't do this anymore or God like how can I do this give me strategy give me understanding give me wisdom and in all those different aspects what I'm saying to you is that one of the most important things to remember is not about your future plans the vision board that you have for the next life it's about what are you doing in this moment what are you doing in this year sometimes you don't get to the next year like sometimes you don't even get to the next day every day is not promised and so it's so important that in this day you get up you rise up you say god strengthen my hands for this good work that i need to do and you say god wherever i am right now it's okay because i'm with you i have been saying that even in a relationship saying god wherever i am right now it's okay because i'm with you i've i've dropped my plans i've dropped my my years of when i want to do things my flesh has to die every single day and realize that actually god's in control of this god's got this you know and one of the things that i've realized and the last thing i want to leave you with is god is sovereign in every single atmosphere and in every single um situation that you find yourself in god is so sovereign I can't tell you how many moments that I found myself going, God, you're actually in control of this. In whatever status of my relationships I found myself in, I literally remember one thing, God is sovereign. No matter what man wants, no matter what we want to do, no matter how we want things to look, no matter who we want to know about certain things, no matter how private we make our relationship, God sees everything and God knows everything. You can't hide one thing from God. You can't hide your trauma. You can't hide how you really feel. You can't hide the way in which you love. Everything that you do in every single moment is never hidden from God. And it is one of the most comforting and scariest things. It's comforting because you realize that God is with you no matter what. And he still loves you no matter what. But it also is scary um, because it puts you in a mode of like, wow, I can't control. And for me, for the control freak, for the independent woman that I used to be, that's really hard. So I've learned to lean on God, not on your own understanding. You might not understand where you are. You might not understand why God has given you the person that he's given you. Or you might not understand where God wants to take you both. But lean on God for that that vision. Lean on God for where he sees fit for you to be in this moment. And that's one of the most important things I've learned is that through all, God is sovereign. I just want to say in this moment, this prayer will be for all people wherever you found yourself in if you're in a relationship if you're dating whatever I want to pray for you right now I want to pray for you with the advice that I've given you and I really want you to just meditate on the advice that I've given write it down listen back to it if you have to but really think about it (laughs) 
So we're going to pray. Father God, I just want to thank you for every single person who is listening, who has felt lonely, who has felt lost, who has felt like, God, when is my time? Father God, and every single person, Lord, who is now in a relationship with people, every single person who's in the the in-between phase, Lord, the widows, the divorcees, Father God, the the people who have felt like, God, like, how am I going to get through this stage of life? How am I going to do this, Lord? What is this place that you've put me in father god i pray for each and every person that they would understand lord that you put them in the right place at the right time that god you make a way where it seems to be there's no way and father god that you are always faithful even when we're faithless so father god i pray that you would remind us to be content in every single season that we find ourselves in father god i pray that you would even remind us lord to seek first the kingdom of god and your righteousness And Father God, I pray, Lord, that we would have more trust in you, that we would stop doubting your sovereignty, stop doubting how you can come through, of how much you can do with the life that we have, Father God. I pray that you would give us vision. I pray that you'd give us purpose, Lord, way before the person, Father God. And even when we have the person, Father God, or if we never have a person, Lord, I pray that we would remember that it is a gift to just have life to just have life, to just be in this moment, Father God, and nothing else defines us apart from you. You are the only thing that defines us, Lord. And so, Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you in advance for the places that you're going to take each person. We thank you in advance, Lord, for the friendships that have been cultivated, for the friends who have sticked closer than a brother. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that they will have self-control, that they will not be like a city that has been broken into and left without walls, Father God. They will be people who are righteous, Father God, remaining pure, Father God. I pray that we would keep our holiness, Lord. I pray that we would seek you, Father God. Seek you in all things, Lord. Seek you even when we feel like we don't have the time, Lord. You gave us the gift of time, Lord. Every single moment, Lord, belongs to you, God. And I pray, Lord, that we think about you, Lord, way before we think about other people and anyone else, Lord. Father God, give us the strength to get through this year. Give us the strength to get through this day and this night, Father God. And in all things, may we glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening and tuning in and staying with me on kind of my rants and my thoughts about um, dating and relationships and what I wish I knew. Um, There's so much more that I kind of want to talk to you guys about. And I think I'll probably have to do a part two. Um, But I do have a guest episode next week um, with my good friend Georgina. And we're talking about imposter syndrome and... I think it's so important and so vital and so timely um, for many of us who are branching into new fields, launching new things. Yeah, so I really want to help you guys um, help my fellow kingdom workers and just really build with you guys. So as always, stay blessed, guys. I love you guys loads and I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode.